The sky hangs low over the cemetery of Verona. Far from the bustle of the city, ancient trees stand guard over statues and mausoleums. In the labyrinth of old graves, covered in moss and weathered by time, Count Paris places flowers on the Capulet Mausoleum, where Juliet is buried. His heart is also in pieces. Juliet was his fiancée. He was sincerely in love with her. Like everyone else, Paris adheres to the story told by the Capulets. Juliet would have taken her own life. Obviously, no one knows Friar Lawrence's plan. Suddenly, Count Paris hears something approaching. His blood runs cold. It's Romeo, Tybalt's murderer. The one who indirectly caused Juliet's death. He has no choice but to avenge the one he loved. As if a new murder could fix everything. You are listening to Love Me, Love Me Not. There are stories that have shaped our vision of love with a capital L. But beyond romance, there is a backstage that we don't always know. In this podcast, dive into the most beautiful moments of love. As well as the worst. In this new season, discover the hidden side of Romeo and Juliet, a couple too often hailed as the ultimate romantic ideal. But can we say that a love story is ideal when it causes so much violence? Romeo and Juliet, episode four, and they died unhappily. As he arrives at the cemetery, Romeo has only one wish, to die on Juliet's tomb. He walks slowly towards the grave. He is devastated. Nothing can console him for the loss of the one who for a brief moment of splendor, was his wife. He caresses the vial of poison attached to his belt. It's his last day on earth. Nothing compels him to fight anymore. As he observes the candles and fresh flowers placed on the tomb, he hears someone calling out to him. He turns his head and sees a man he doesn't have time to recognize. A wave of anger seizes Romeo. He draws his sword. Who dares to attack him like this on Juliet's tomb? Amidst the graves, the two men engage in a deadly duel. As Romeo and Paris realize their survival is at stake, neither gives an inch. At this stage, there's no time for dialogue. Count Paris thinks he's protecting Juliet's memory. Romeo, on the other hand, stands his ground against this stranger who attacks him even on the grave of his beloved. Finally, the young Montague's sword pierces Count Paris's chest. Another life sacrificed on the altar of love. The battle comes to an end. Romeo is exhausted. As Paris breathes his last breath, he requests to be laid beside Juliet. Romeo then recognizes his adversary, Juliet's former suitor, 
All his anger dissipates. In an instant, he understands that Paris and he share the same motivations, an immeasurable love for Juliet. Deep down, all that remains in him is the sadness of reaching this point, of being a victim of fate and having his relationship cursed by destiny. The sky turns black as he cradles the Count in his arms. He then descends towards the crypt, determined to end it all. Meanwhile, Friar Lawrence tries to rectify his mistakes. Many attribute this ending to chance, yet he bears a much heavier responsibility. He knew very well that his plan was as stable as a house of cards. If Juliet woke up alone in the tomb, she risked madness and her life. Through his role as a confessor, he knows that the young girl has placed her trust in him. She considers him a guide and above all, her only ally. Was it prudent to defy the laws of nature in this way? Despite all the risks involved, he could never have imagined that his strategy would falter at this most basic stage, the simple delivery of a letter. Without knowing that Romeo is already at the cemetery, he has him informed by sending a new missive. He rushes towards Juliet's tomb, hoping to arrive before her awakening. It's a true race against the Grim Reaper. Romeo has delicately laid Count Paris's body on the ground. Strangely, the silence of the crypt soothes him. He returns to the nurturing earth, far from the madness of men. A few candles burn around Juliet's body. Their flickering light dances on the stone walls and their shadows swirl around Romeo. When he sees his lover's face, he breaks down in tears. The young girl lies on her back. Her beauty overwhelms him and rekindles his will to join her in the afterlife. A place where they won't need to hide to seduce each other or steal a few minutes to love. A place where, finally, they will be reunited for eternity. It's decided. Romeo wants to leave this world. He is unaware that Juliet is still alive, that all this is a ruse. In the collective imagination, this decision has become a true romantic ideal. But is his decision really due to his grief? Taking into account his social situation, it becomes evident that he has reached a point of no return. He has caused the death of two respected men in the city and driven a young girl to suicide. The nobles of Verona may not consider mitigating circumstances. So, would killing himself beside Juliet allow him to escape his family's judgment, exclusion, and poverty? Perhaps even a public humiliating and cruel execution? In this society where honor is king, doubt looms over Romeo's motivations. Before we continue this episode, a short break to give the floor to our partner. 
without whom this podcast wouldn't exist. Don't go away. We'll be back right after. Romeo no longer weeps. On Juliet's finger, the ring he had given her still shines. The young man sees it as a sign that she has carried his love into death. He gently places his lips against hers. Then, he uncorks the vial of poison and gulps down its contents in one go. His gesture shows no hesitation. After a final kiss to Juliet, Romeo lets himself slide to the ground. The lethal elixir spreads through his veins. A few minutes later, he's already departed the realm of the living. As Friar Lawrence arrives at the scene, he recoils. Outside the crypt, the spilled blood had already hinted at something terrible happening. But what he discovers surpasses his worst fears. His strategy has cost the lives of two men in the prime of their lives. When Juliet opens her eyes, it takes her a few minutes to comprehend what she sees. Friar Lawrence stands before her. When she realizes she has awakened, he rushes to her. With a foggy mind, doubt gradually rises in Juliet's chest. The clergyman seems to want to hide something from her, and his sweet tone doesn't help matters. Instinctively, the young girl senses that not everything went as planned. The smell of blood has permeated the crypt stones. She pushes Friar Lawrence away. She needs to get to the bottom of this. When Romeo's lifeless body finally reveals itself, the world crumbles around her. Despite Friar Lawrence's insistence, she refuses to leave the scene. Fearing the arrival of the guards, he leaves her alone with the body of the only man she ever loved. After long minutes, she takes hold of Romeo's dagger. One heartbeat later, and the lovers are reunited for all eternity. Since the writing of this play, Western culture has portrayed the story of Romeo and Juliet as a romantic one. The touching tale of two teenagers separated by the foolishness of their parents. Yet, the story's conclusion presents death as an entirely acceptable solution when love is deemed impossible. A few hours after the death of the two teenagers, Friar Lawrence gathers their families and the Prince of Verona. Finally, the Montagues and the Capulets decide to end their vendetta. The enemy families reconcile at last, making the world longed for by Romeo and Juliet finally real. Moreover, death is no longer an insurmountable limit, but a means of being reunited for eternity. It's a way to solve the unsolvable. Reading Romeo and Juliet, we gauge the consequences of this vision that associates death with sincere love. In Shakespeare's work, it is indeed death that reunites the two lovers. Violence, whether directed towards others or oneself, becomes the yardstick of emotions. <laughs> 
In a way, it guarantees an indestructible love. Today, the values conveyed in Shakespeare's work shed light on the notion of crimes of passion, which, more often than not, are nothing but femicides. All too often, this macabre ideal is at the heart of absolutely tragic situations, ranging from psychological abuse to physical violence, and disguises them as proofs of love. In the end, Shakespeare's work shows us that romantic love can elevate us, make us glimpse a greater future. But when it sows desolation, can we still speak of love? And perhaps it's time for new stories. Thank you for listening to Love Me, Love Me Not, a Bababam production. This season was written by Lucy Cavern, narrated by James Brack and Deborah Reynolds, and directed by Celia Brondo. If you enjoyed the episode, feel free to leave comments and stars on all listening platforms. <laughs>